it's the train wreck mentality with us, yeah. Three, two, one. One. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> what is good? Gen Nation. Scythex here, and I got some special guests with me, and we got One Shot and Spartacris. Say what's up. Yes, sir. Sparta 1K. We will get to that in a second. We appreciate everybody uh, jumping in, listening live on YouTube, uh, live on Podbean, uh, if you're joining us on Podbean. And uh, yeah, we got a lot to talk about. We got a few things to go over in entertainment, and I'm glad uh, you guys are with me on this one because uh, we, we're going to talk about uh, a little milestone we hit just today, actually, a couple hours ago, I should say. And uh, with the gaming, when we get to gaming, we're going to talk about uh, Pokemon uh, struggling on the Nintendo Switch, our thoughts on Warzone. So that'll kind of lean towards uh, me and one shot. We got um, God of War. That'll be me and Sparta Chris. And then uh, I know one shot had some opinions on the nominations for Game Awards. So I, I can't wait for that segment. So <laughs> we got a lot to talk about and uh, we'll, we'll get through it. But um, real quick, I just want to say there was a milestone hit and uh, we hit 1000 subscribers on YouTube. If you are watching us on YouTube, you, you'll see that number under our name. And yeah, that that happened today. And uh, there's nobody else that we, we can't thank more than you guys for jumping in all of our projects, whether it's this show, Theater Room. um. Uh, our reactions, our, our gaming streams, like everything. Uh, yeah, so just real quick, I just want to say thank you to everyone involved. And thank you to uh, my G-Gen crew for uh, grinding it out with me, as well as the others that are not on here with us. And uh, yeah, I want to get your thoughts on it. Spartacris, if you want to go first. So uh, I'm pretty excited. I got my drink ready and I'm anyone who's struggling out there on YouTube, just keep pushing. You'll get there. Hell yeah. It is a grind. It is 100% a grind. Yep. And I mean, it's yes. just awesome to finally see, but we can thank Chris for, I don't know what, four or five, six months of just holding us on your back. <laughs> hey, I was just doing my part. You know what I'm saying? I, I will to. push yeah, back because who am I if I'm not pushing much, back, right? I will push it. back. Oh, God. <laughs> no, uh, no, I will say Chris did. Uh, he, he he helped keep the train moving when uh, a lot of us were falling back on some things. And yeah, he, de he definitely was helping us get over the hump uh, of the bad times, quote unquote. But um, yeah, uh, one, once that's, we all started clicking, you know? 
yeah once we all start clicking it it might not be a well-oiled machine but at least there's some oil in it and we're we're firing yeah. that's a good uh it's a good way to say I mean, it yeah not it's well oiled, but we're, it's oiled it's oiled it just took us a little bit to to get to that point mm-hmm hell yeah but you know it's gonna take everyone to get to that point you got to start somewhere right and our whole conversations all the conversations we had when we started were why not us and uh yep. this is basically the beginning of that mantra essentially uh coming true you know what i mean coming full circle so absolutely thank you to everyone who supports everyone who supports any of the channels i don't even if you don't watch every single thing but any little bit helps so we all appreciate that for sure 100 percent. yeah we yeah that's the perfectly well said doesn't matter where you're watching us or what you're watching um we're just happy you're here so we, we appreciate yep. it um yeah so we're just gonna get into i guess the entertainment verse but before we do that uh i just want to say we are live on podbean so thank you very much for joining us on there um and as far as the podcasts go all together we are on all the major platforms spotify amazon apple google uh iheart you know all, all the heavy hitters so if you're looking for us search ggen in whatever app you tend to use and uh you'll you'll we'll pop up you'll see our logo and easily uh, accessible perfect for commutes uh to work or leaving work so um which it's I'm, definitely a good way me, uh, what's up let me interject here which we can give you a lot of credit for that because you you've really held us down with the uh podcast oh yeah actual portion of a pod being on that apple yeah man yeah so, I, mean, I don't know where to I give you a that. lot of credit on that i don't fuck with that it ain't easy i will say that but we got it done so that's all that matters we're trying to we're trying to we're trying to get our content to everyone's ear no matter where it is so that, that's the goal um and that will always be our goal so we're not going away just because we hit a milestone that just means we're going to push harder so exactly um, get get used to us that's for sure but um so yeah uh we do have merch available speaking of um pushing harder and <laughs> We do have merch available. Uh, uh, the yeah. link will be in the description of um, the YouTube video or, or podcast episode uh, description as well. If you want to jump in, we got hoodies, shirts, all kinds of things. Uh, we're, I think I just added uh, a beanie. I think there's a new beanie on there for the winter time. We got a new zip up hoodie up there. So there's a couple things for uh, you'll be geared for the cold. Be ready for the cold. So uh, check us out on the store. And with that, you guys ready to talk some entertainment stuff? Always. Hell yes. Perfect. Because yes. first up, we have the Spider-Verse, uh, brought to you by Sony and Amazon Prime. Um, I know we're probably going to dig into it. this uh, on the theater room a little bit more, but um, Spartacus, have you seen what's been going on or said about yeah. Spider-Verse? Yeah, I mean... You know, I hate to be a hater. I don't want to. I, I want to be excited for anything comic book related, for anything Marvel related. You know what I mean? But Sony just yeah. doesn't doesn't inspire excitement for me with their products. You know, Morbius, while it had its fun moments, was garbage. I it's very well known for the over one thousand of you now that have uh, seen any of our previous conversations about this. I am not a fan of Tom Hardy's Venom. I like Tom Hardy as an actor, but just the movies themselves, yeah. I think, are just trash. So for them to continue to push into this Spider-Verse, for me, 
it's more of kind of like a slap in the forehead like can you just let marvel do it versus come on like i'm excited you know what i mean so you know i want to listen more comic book properties is great but i wish it was someone else sony doesn't know what they're doing and i don't have any excitement for where they're taking the the storylines yeah i mean i don't i don't know what to think like a part of me is excited for more of that type of content coming to us and then at the same time it's like yeah well it's coming from sony it's not coming from marvel so it's like what are we gonna get and and just a thought of like a full-blown universe outside of the mcu trying to exist in sony's weird world is just gonna i don't know i feel like it's just gonna crash and burn unless they get some sort of assistance from marvel and some sort of like cooperation deal that they have to use each other's you know characters that's my but, I, I agree that's my uh my thing if if i heard that feige was kind of masterminding it all right maybe i'd be a lot more excited yeah but that's not what i'm hearing so that yeah. scares me like, like if you really want this spider-verse to take off and, and like really take off you would have an mcu character pop in there and that right. i feel like that would just blow people's minds like oh freaking uh the hulk is in you know the, the new spider-man show or whatever like it it would draw so many more eyes to it than agreed. people going eh, it's just another sony thing it has nothing to do with what <laughs> totally we really agreed. care about you know yeah. yeah i don't know we'll see but uh the first up is uh silk I don't know much about this character, but apparently she was bit by the same spider that bit Peter Parker. So, yep. um, yeah, I mean, in the end, they all have this. This is my this is my concern, though. Uh, besides Miles Morales, uh, the rest of them, while they have good personalities, good storylines like that in the yeah. comics, uh, as far as translating it to the movies, there's not as much of a difference. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. you know, OK, great. You know, Sony can't do Spider-Man as well as Marvel can. Right, and we still have not gotten a Miles Morales film. So to me, like going with Silk first and announcing her and all stuff is such a weird direction already. And that's yeah. to me the first step that they're gonna screw up the property. Is it gonna like because we all know that they're creating some sort of Madame Web movie? They're already filming it. You know, um, is is this show gonna be a product of what happens from that movie? I guess. I, well, I don't know. I guess that's to me that's the other thing. Uh, the transparency. This is, I think, what DC is kind of learning now um, with James Gunn, and this is where I feel like a lot of other companies that wanted shared universes are not getting this lesson right. But tell us, like, let us know. We shouldn't show us the roadmap. Yeah, right. You know, and and Kevin Feige has proven that you can show us the roadmap. You can keep plenty of surprises, and even if you flat out tell us that Avengers or uh, Civil War storyline is coming six years from now. The excitement just is elevated to ridiculous levels versus <clears throat> ruining that excitement. So the fact that Sony and and Marvel haven't come come out to flat out say this is the long term goal and we're just dealing with rumors. You know, it, it's just more mistakes essentially. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of instead of following in the, in the blueprints that work. I agree. I agree. Uh, I'm curious to see what other spider-like shows we get, but um, you know, it'd be a cool show if they gave us like Scarlet Spider or 
the oh, Spider-Man yeah. uh, 2099, something futuristic, something out there that we know is not involved with whatever's happening currently. And it right. just kills that possibility from the start because we know 100%. it's in the future, you know? Um, 100%. That- but the one thing Sony knows they're doing is this the Spider-Verse, right? Um, not, I'm sorry, not a. Uh- the Spider-Verse as a whole, into the Spider-Verse and then across the Spider-Verse. Yeah. The animators, the people who work on those movies know how to handle it. So yep. if, if you were to tell me that the Disney show, or I'm sorry, the Sony shows they're working on were overse- saw, being overseen by the people who did Into the Spider-Verse, mm-hmm. I would be a lot more excited. But instead, it's different creative voices handling all these different properties to build a universe. And that does not work. We've seen right. that before. You yep. need that cohesion. I... Uh- <laughs> I'm very, like I said, I'm I'm somewhat I'm I'm gonna watch it because I need to see what it's about. Well, but yeah, I mean, I'm just we're all we're ex- all dickheads, right? We're yeah, gonna, we're gonna watch. We're gonna watch. Um, it's just knowing that Sony's behind this project is it's rough. It's rough because yeah. we know what they've produced. That's um, truthfully, I wish goes. Sony would focus all their attention on producing their own first-party video game movies. And TV shows, and yeah. just give the Marvel stuff. Work with Disney to give the Marvel stuff away. Let them yeah, handle keep it. the rights, but let them use it them at, with, for a price. Like how have you, how have you not learned it. with Spider-Man that if you just let Mar- if you let Disney slash Marvel take over the marketing and the creation all stuff, and you handle I'm sorry the creation and storylines, and you handle the marketing, you handle you're marketing. gonna make a massive amount of money, and you're gonna do half the work. So it's like you know it's mind-boggling. You're you're doing the desk work while Marvel's doing all the leg work. Like it, it exactly. It's such a a win partnership for Sony that to try to com- compete with it in some fashion just doesn't make sense to me. Makes no sense. And and this whole confusing like, well, we're gonna give you Tom Holland just for a certain amount of movies while yeah. we build out our universe, but then we want him back. But when we take him back, we're gonna give you something else to make you happy. It's just yeah. like no, like just. Sign on the dotted line, Sony. I'm yep. not telling you to, to bow out and close as a company. Let Marvel handle the properties, and you just go, look, we'll pay for the for the commercials, and we'll yep. distribute the movie. You know? Yep, 100%. A win-win. I agree. We'll see what happens, but that's coming to Amazon Prime, so uh, we could do watch parties for that in the future. That's um, a good idea. Yes, that's sir. That's a good idea right there. So uh, next up, I'll take the reins on this one. We have Titans episode four. This is going to be a short review because uh, it was not a very good episode. I generally like uh, Titans. I know they're a little, um, they're, they're they're not true to who they really are. The show kind of, they're not a CW show, but there's some aspects they try to like put in there where you're like, eh, that could be on the CW. Like. It's not as hardcore as you would want it to be. Um, they'll throw in like a an f bomb here and there, you know what I mean. But it's just like, eh, it could be better for it being on HBO. So that With that being me- said, it's still enjoyable. Um, some of the storylines they tap into is fun, like um, seeing Robin transition into Red Hood and stuff like that, like and seeing the uh, Dick Grayson Robin become Nightwing stuff like that to me was cool to watch uh, but this latest episode it, it was like a bad version of the walking dead and the walking uh, dead has been bad for a long time <laughs> but does that mean do we know now if titans matters in the dcu in the, in the no uh, he hasn't portion. really said much about the hbo um side of things other than he's redoing the green lantern 
So See that, uh, that Doom Patrol me. and Titans already existing and operating is kind of like, eh. and, and it's the same thing on the CW. They still, they're canceling everything for one, but they're uh, they're still go- trying to push Lois, uh, Lois and Clark, which is a, a good show for what it is on the CW. But yeah, I, yeah, I, I can it, agree with that. It's uh, it's just another weird CW show away from everything. Like there's no there's no togetherness or you know nothing's unified with DC, which drives me crazy because so they strange. have they, they have so many opportunities, which is a blessing that James Gunn is uh taking the reins on that. But yeah, episode four was nothing crazy. It was a weird Walking Dead zombie thing that they all had to fight and it was just strange it wasn't that good of an episode to be honest um this season's been more on the weird side rather than uh a standard you know season-long story i don't i don't know what we're getting out of this season um but yeah we're gonna move on from the titans and jump to uh sonic prime did you guys see the trailer i did i did okay steve did you see it i'm a sonic fan Steve. Steve Mike the building. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Steve's got mic problems. He's going to break something uh, in his where's room. Where's my train three, wreck, Jeff? Two, one. I don't have I my keep, tra- I got it. Dude, I'm making it tonight. I'm, I'm telling you right now. I promise you. I'm I had one. I can't do it. God damn it. So I'll take Bruh. over for Steve. Then, Hello? Since, uh, oh, there, there he is. There he is. Steve, did hey. you see the trailer? I haven't got a chance yet, though. No. Okay. I mean, all that just to yes, say. I want to watch it. God damn. All right, we'll we'll start with you then, Spartacus. Uh, you saw the so, trailer. What did you think? Let me preface this by saying I have very fond memories as a child with my brother playing Sega Genesis, Sonic One and Two. You know, trying to finish those games back then. For all the youngins that are watching, there was no saving, or there was very little saving. You had to write passwords down. If you died and lost no. all your lives, you had to go right back to the very beginning, even if you were at the very last level. Can I can I so, cut in for a second? Yeah, go for it. I don't I, I don't know if it was me that posted it or one of you or whoever it was in our private chat, but the video of Super Mario being able to continue where you left off. Did you see that video? I blew my mind away. Blew I, my mind. It I actually did see that. It, it actually pissed me off when I saw that. I'm like, well, are you I haven't tested it me? out. Like, I want to go. I'm going to do it live on stream. I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to stream on Twitch or something, and you should pull up Super Mario and just try that trick because it would have saved me so much aggravation as a kid. Dude, I, I, I can not just Mario, but all those old games in general. You know how many times yeah. I've left the system on for days. Knowing yes, that when 100%. I can come back and play this thing, I need it to be where I left off because that's the only way. <laughs> that's my game save strategy: is leaving the console on for four days in a row or whatever. One hundred percent, I did that over and over again. And when I saw that, I was blown away. I cannot believe that that was a a thing that nobody knew. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, if if you're trying to follow what we're saying, there was a button combination in Super Mario and maybe other games. For all we know. Uh, where when you died and you thought you had to start from world right. one level one uh you can do a button combination and go back to where you to the beginning of the last world that you started so if you died on level seven of world eight you you would jump back to eight one but uh that, that's still better than one one 
but you know what though it's also the same as uh like i don't know if you saw not to get off too off topic here but yeah if you saw um mike tyson's punch out how i think it was like last year or two years ago it, the creator one of the creators revealed that to fight like tyson and some of these other the tougher opponents mm -hmm. people in the crowd would make certain movements take a picture or duck their head or whatever and that was your cue to throw a punch and if you did you knocked them out immediately oh, really yeah i think i want to say bald bull 2 in particular was Jesus the big Christ. one where it was like you know he does his little move and he changes it up for the second fight and there's a little person in the crowd that if you watch he doesn't move at all but the moment he ducks his head you hit the punch button you knock him down and you could easily win three knockouts match over if you just if you just watch that guy and, and survive until he ducks basically and those are it's tricks that we didn't even know i played those games for i mean daily and to, to your point i left a system on like those things we didn't know and we have survived yep. this but anyway, so going back to Sonic, going back to Sonic. Yeah, I'm, I the forgot reason we were why I even about brought Sonic. that up. The reason why I even brought that up is because I'm biased because uh, I've just been playing. I've played every Sonic game. Basically, I've been playing as a kid. It's just fond memories. So as much as the games have been bad, I continue to get excited every time a new game is announced, a new show is announced, all that stuff. Frontier has been having a, a decent run, I would say. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that's I'm going to play that at some point. You know what I mean? I'm gonna give that uh, the full uh, the full experience. Yeah. But uh, I like the movies. I like the focus on Sonic as this like multimedia kind of character. I think mm -hmm. he's got the right personality for it. So the trailer looked childish, but you know it's a cartoon basically, so it's yeah. gonna be for kids. Otherwise, it's got all the big players in there. The voices don't sound annoying. They didn't come up with a human version of Sonic like they did in the movie, with, like Sony tried to do, and then they changed it. So, you know, the trailer looked good to me. I'm in. The storyline seemed decent. You know what I mean? Everything looked good. You know, so I'm in. I think that, I thought the trailer was awesome. For me, I, I agree. It, it looks awesome. It, yeah, it, it's childish. It's, I guess, meant to be as a cartoon, right. but um, I'm okay with that. But like you said the sounds him spinning uh and you know attacking at full speed it just you hear the game sounds like it it's just it was well put together as far as a trailer goes um so it makes me excited for the show the one thing that's really pissing me off about this show and i don't know why it's pissing me off but it's pissing me off is the the emphasis on calling dr robotnik eggman it, well, why like, does that bother you i don't i don't know like can you hear me like, like yes yeah, well, we hear you uh, like saying it right. once is you know as like a joke i get it like oh yeah he's the egg man you know he's, he's shaped as an egg funny but like <laughs> then they like go back to it and then he's like oh yeah it's just an egg man doing egg man things and it's like all right why do we keep saying it like uh... they're, they're forcing the egg man name to him and they're like avoiding the name robotnik for some reason yeah but i feel like that's the same as in the mario world in the first mario the the final fight with bowser in the very first game they called him koopa yeah and it was just because like in the original version he was bowser but i don't know the americans can't handle that for some reason so they had to change his name same right. thing with you know instead of calling her princess peach we called her just the princess we couldn't say her real name for some reason once the games got popular then they made the change so i feel like that's kind of what's happening with sonic is that i mean in the, in the live action movie that was he's still so robotic. long ago and now we're in yeah. 2022 and they can't say robotnik meanwhile they're doing it in the movie in the movie, yeah, in the live-action movie, he's Robotnik, and the egg portion of it is just a joke that Sonic uses to bust his chops a little bit. Right. So, I don't know. I guess it doesn't really bother me so much, but I, I can kind of It's just weird. It's weird to me. I don't know. It's like, I feel like 
because to me it feels like they're forcing it rather than being like an organically like funny joke to say about him it's just like a, yeah. a normal thing that he's just gonna keep saying throughout the whole series it's like that's true right. but i guess i guess the goal though like we said before it's it, clearly it's, it's aiming for kids yeah. and calling him eggman and busting his chops and all that stuff is a little bit more kid friendly than calling him robotnik not that that's yeah. not kid friendly but you know eggman might make a kid chuckle robotnik's not going to yeah i guess that's just that's my uh you know my uh conspiracy theory on it all right well with that being said uh do you have high hopes for it or are you just gonna watch and try to enjoy yeah. the ride I have I don't have a super high expectation for it, but I think it's going to be good. Listen, Netflix is focusing big time on video game adaptations. Yeah. And I've been saying for a long time that one streaming service, if they decide we're going to put effort and time and money into the video game portion of the movie industry or TV industry, that net, that network is going to kind of dominate since no one else was doing it. Yeah, I mean, and Netflix has chosen to be that one and they they do good stuff. So I'm excited for it. What drives me crazy, and it, it, it's like DC kind of shows you, and I hate to go back to DC and shit on them again, but they show you what not to do, right? Shit all you want, sir. <laughs> yeah, I know Steve's enjoying Listen, until James Gunn proves us wrong, he's he's already now dropped a few notches. Right. He needs to, he needs to show us what he can do if right. he wants to uh, bring DC up. As far as a world be- uh, builder, I yeah. agree. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But what, I, what I'm trying to say is like, like for example, Xbox deciding or Microsoft deciding Paramount is gonna produce and create Halo, right? Why not have every like if you're Ubisoft and you're creating a, a division movie or show or whatever they're doing, whatever game series, Assassin's Creed, right? Uh, Sony, you know, with everything they're doing, um, we got Sega creating, you know, Sonic. All these companies. They should single focus a streaming platform and just make some crazy video game, uh, yeah. like streaming service. Like I totally just agree. One location where you have people who enjoy games, who understand them, who understand these characters that they're trying to create in live action or whatever. And it's not like a jumbled mess and all over the place. And it's just like a, a random Paramount person trying to recreate right. Halo. You know, it's it's just I think, strange I think to me. that's what um, G4, remember that channel, G4? Yes. I yeah. feel like, or that network, whatever it was. I feel like that is... Pour one out for G4, by the way. If you have yeah, uh, yeah. any liquor. Yeah, I got some left. Uh, I feel like they're, the biggest mistake they made was they tried to emulate other TV stations and put a video game twist on it. And what they should have done is exactly what you're describing is give us shows and stuff that that are adapting the games we love. If they had done that back then with the shitty special effects and money and all that kind of stuff they had, they would still be around. Yeah, because we like they, they had a couple we're of good shows like X Play and stuff like that were good shows that you could yeah. have ran like in their prime time hours or whatever. 100%. And then the rest of the time you could have had like Sonic cartoons going or the old Mario oh. Brothers cartoon with we Lou Albano or whatever like you could, you could have had like all these video game shows and stuff or and create more stuff but um they, they'd rather just be they'd rather compete with each other rather than work together and create like a dominating platform you know what I mean exactly because then they all win when they compete with each other it's like 
Halo kind of was cool, but that it was not Halo in the sense of true Halo, right. and it, it kind of fell off, like to the well, that's, hardcore that's how fans. You get Master Chief taking his helmet off for the entire yeah, show. and you don't have to not only his hel- his helmet off, but we get to see his ass. So that, there's that too. And over and over like again. that. Chris right. really enjoyed that. Uh, yeah, I did like the ass. Well, there's, uh, what's his name? Pablo Schreiber has a nice ass. So what am I he must say? work out. Um, he must work out. <laughs> but it's like it's just like why go that route and try to compete with sony making uncharted right. and all that stuff when you guys can work together and produce everything for netflix or whatever yeah. that place is you know i don't know it's just strange but then again we, we say that but then again we have like capcom who is putting all their money in the netflix basket and they still can't produce a, a freaking solid property for resident evil True. So, you know, I, Resident Evil work? just might be the, the type of show that just can't be remade into a live action. I, re- I refuse to believe it. One of these days, somebody from Capcom is going to hear me talk and just you're going to hire me. Let me be the 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 front runner or whatever they call it, the the, the overseer for the the property. And I will I will give you a good show, a good show, not a movie, because we good keep show. trying to cram a, a 20 hour story into two hours. No, a good show. A good fucking show. I'll have a ten-year plan for you. Trust me. Yeah. They could easily make a cop show that's just Raccoon City and just watch the infection slowly yeah. happen. If you don't want to, if they don't want to, again, not to get off topic here. I keep uh, derailing us. But if they don't want to get the storyline of a game and make a, a good show out of one game, then fine. Do do a different thing. But you're to your point. Do a show focused on stars. Just being stars or the raccoon pd just being the raccoon city pd and not dealing with umbrella and all that stuff yeah leave those as easter eggs you know what i mean yeah have one friggin show or movie about the people who live in the town from resident evil 4 as it's being taken over by the las plagas disease you know what i mean like so many so many avenues you could go to tell decent stories that don't involve the games you know what's crazy to me i want to screw it all up you know what's crazy to me like you could create such a cool show like if you want to talk about umbrella and stuff like that you can have a show about umbrella you can have a show about raccoon city then you can have those shows collide when Mm -hmm. shit hits the fan you know what i mean like resident evil 2 you're following one character's story and then you have another character's story and then how we get to see them kind of intertwine with each other in certain parts of the game or whatever they did it with the last of us you had you know um, Ellie's story, and then he had uh, Abby's story, and then you had the you know final showdown after you got through it all. Right, the games, it, especially the games they're picking are blueprints. They give they're giving you the info, and they just correct. don't want to follow along. Uh, it just doesn't make sense to me. But um, we could talk about that all day. So yeah. uh, we still have one more entertainment news I want to get to, and yeah, we are in entertainment, even though we've been going nuts on gaming. But uh, we'll get to yeah, it. Yeah. Well. Um, just this Friday is uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, the holiday special. Um, I can't wait. I, I'm, I'm glad they haven't given us another trailer, and I'm hoping we don't get one before Friday because I feel like I've seen all I needed to see, and I'm just ready to see the, the, the special, and I, I don't need any more spoilers or whatever they're going to show us in a, in a trailer, but I'm excited for this Friday to, to check this out. Werewolf by Night was amazing, so the fact that we're getting another our special so soon with the guardians of the galaxy cast uh minus gamora maybe she's yeah. there who knows well 
they, they are saying that it does go directly into Guardians Three. Yeah. So this is yeah. basically the bridge for the next movie. So. Right. So I don't know, um, Steve. You're gonna check this one out. Which one? <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. The I heard. Special. I heard what she said. Yeah, I'll watch it. <laughs> Okay. I'm having some fucking internet issues right now. Oh no. Oh man, he just upgraded no. his internet. He's still having issues. <laughs> I'd say let's get uh, Wade Pool in here, but uh his internet's probably not even hooked up. Um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so yeah, uh Chris, this is going to lead into Guardians 3. So other than Kevin Bacon finally joining yeah. the MCU, um in a fantastic way this is probably the best way a character can join the mcu i feel like getting Hell kidnapped yeah. by drax um yeah right <laughs> it, it kind of sucks in the in the sense though and I, I don't know if it was one of you guys bringing it up uh previously or i heard it somewhere it sucks in the sense that kevin bacon can't really be mcu character at anymore because now he's just himself well Yes and no, right? I mean, they're we're going into the multiversal uh, portion of the MCU, so they could very I mean, easily yeah, have true. You know, a variant of Kevin, Kevin Bacon or someone who looks like Kevin Bacon play a character. Um, he could do a voice of a character. You know what I mean? No, that's it's not true. A, out of the question either. Um, but I'm so my guess is this connects to Guardians Three in the sense that Peter Quill is distraught because that he can't find Gamora and he's searching for her. Yeah. And I'm th- my hope is that at some point he finds some sort of big clue or something yeah. about where she could be. And that's essentially what starts the third movie is him maybe following up on that breadcrumb. Maybe it's the actual present that they bring him. To, uh, uh, I, right. I can't I can't think Kevin Bacon's going to be the final present. Maybe he is. I don't know. But well, I, it will. Be, it's got to be disappointing if we don't see Star Lord and Kevin Bacon interact a little bit you know what i mean yeah but you also got to think too that he's been away from earth for so long it might not be that big of a deal to see kevin bacon you yeah. know so who knows but uh just, but just yeah, picturing, I don't think, you know, picturing just his to, face is just like yeah. seeing his footloose idol <laughs> just to like temper expectations for anyone who's listening like don't expect this to be like a two-hour guardians movie that leads into another guardians movie it's going to be 45 minutes i would think maybe even less 30 minutes it's going to be a quick kind of thing but it's just breadcrumbs basically leading into the next movie. I don't think it's going to be some giant, you know, epic MCU uh, uh, set piece. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, that's coming Friday. Probably they've been dropping, what, like three in the morning. So maybe, yeah, it's so our time, right? Midnight, uh, yeah. midnight uh, California time. So at some time. point on Friday, we'll be checking it out. And we yes, all sir. should have off unless you work retail. Which I don't miss no, working off, um, retail Black Friday wait, I, weekend. No, I, I work Black Friday. I e commerce. So I'm, uh, but I get out of two. So I'll be able to watch that a reason. I'm nice. off Black Friday. Very nice. Good luck with you guys. Dude, I, I've done many, 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 many Black Friday shifts. I do not miss them one bit. Yeah. Yeah. It was always a fun day, but once I stopped doing it, I realized how horrible they were. Yeah. It was fun when the day actually started, like when the doors open. But I remember yes. I would have to be there at like three in the morning and the doors wouldn't open at five until like five or six. And from three to six, it was setting up the store, 
uh catering to to the people waiting in line that's wrapping around the building five times for a, a tv that's probably gonna be broken by the time you bring it home <laughs> it's just like it, it was just a nightmare by the time the doors open you're already exhausted and you have like 12 more hours of craziness ahead of you so i, yeah. I, I just know it I don't was fun it, for a little while and then i just forget it i'm done with that i definitely do not miss it yeah i definitely do not miss it uh shout out to my old circuit city crew back in the day um right, i forgot you worked at circuit city i worked at yes city sir too. uh all right so we're gonna switch over to the gaming verse and uh talk about something did you guys play pokemon back in the day growing up never of course did you say never you never played it fucking loser I never I, I never <laughs> got into it until i was much older and then even then i never played it because uh, at that point i'm like i don't have enough time for this shit did you play pokemon go though no like for a month i tried it and then i just deleted it oh so you and played it then i played a pokemon go like two hours ago yeah i haven't played that in a while to be honest but um i i, I, I I was a big fan of Pokemon back in the day. Like, uh, it, it was just when we had, it was, I think, the red and the blue. And then red, blue, uh, and then yellow. Yellow, which was kind of a, like a, a weird combination of the two. But um, did we lose somebody? We lost Chris. Oh, uh, yep. I think Chris okay. had to go. Got you. Um, so, yeah. Uh, apparently, the new Pokemon, Scarlet and Violet, is uh, struggling to perform well on and I, I mean from a performance level not a, a financial level uh it's struggling to perform well on the switch which it, it blows my mind that nintendo just refuses to make a console that's next gen capable they rather like they rather stick to the cartoon like for the switch was for the longest time the newest console out and it yeah. only came with 720p hd capabilities oh, <laughs> like no i didn't know that yeah they're brand new switch console we already had the xbox one and the ps4 so we knew what they could do which was bonkers at the time right mm -hmm. and the switch comes out this brand new nintendo innovative you know move and portable and all this stuff and it's still only 720p and it can only do cartoon animations because the other stuff just looks strange i don't understand their thinking with that and, and like it's sad because nintendo used to be so innovative and used to be like um uh the leader in 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 gaming in the gaming industry they were the the leaders as far as creating the new hot console or game yeah. or whatever I mean, and, they were really sought after. Maybe, I mean, they're probably just stuck in their ways. Yeah, that's what it seems because the games that we're getting are Pokemon, we're getting Zelda, we're getting Mario, we're getting Kirby, we're getting Smash Brothers, like Mario Kart, <laughs> all, all types of Marios rehash shit. And, right, yeah. we're not getting new shit from, from Nintendo. They're just... And, and, and to their credit they know people are going to buy it so they're like screw it let's just keep doing it right um it's smart business i guess but it is it, but i mean eventually i think it'll bite them yeah i agree because people are just gonna i mean you got like the the series x and the playstation 5 and how advanced they are 
Or just eventually like, people are going to pick up on that and just be like you know what I'm, I don't care about Nintendo like they're yeah. just producing the same shit on outdated software bro you, you look at a game like Horizon Forbidden West or God of War or or Forza Horizon 5 or whatever that was right like these yeah. games and, and like Microsoft Sim, uh, Flight Simulator like these games that have crazy detailed large worlds like you can see you could see the paint peeling on a, a piece of brick on a building in some random city with the detail in some of these uh, games, right? You could see a pimple <laughs> or a freckle or whatever. But on you go to a Nintendo game and you're just seeing a cartoon flat drawing that they're animating in front of you that you can press yeah. A and B on. You know what I mean? It's just they're getting away with uh, doing so little, I feel like. And uh, it's it's starting to bite them in the ass apparently because it's just the new Pokemon is not performing well. It's it's struggling. It's having memory leaks. It's doing all uh, oh, crashing on people. It's just a nightmare. And uh, I mean, they're they're really getting bombarded. Like they're the player score right now is a three point oh out of ten <laughs> for Damn. review. The critics critics gave it a seventy seven. They were a little nicer, but. Um, and that's just disappointing because I mean, Pokemon's always going to be—it's a major a valued item. Yeah, it's a major release for them, like it, just as big as a Mario or Zelda coming out. Like Pokemon is the next big thing, you know. And uh, it's so far failing uh, as far as performance goes. Now I'm hearing the game is fun if it's working. Um, but, but that's the thing; like you, you only put up with so much of issues before you're like fuck this i'm done with this yeah, game exactly and what's even and I mean, more frustrating like uh nintendo advertising brand new switch like you, you know how like playstation um came out with like the ps4 and then they had the ps4 pro which was like the updated graphics or whatever technology yeah. they had at the time and i think xbox might have done something similar and then they did it with the Nintendo, but the only thing upgraded for the Nintendo was like a, a different screen. They didn't update any of the performance of the system. <laughs> it's just the That's same old garbage hardware at 720p with a, a prettier screen on it. Like, uh, I just don't know what they're doing over there, man. Um, they need to fire somebody. That's what they need to do. Agreed. Agreed. Fire the head of development or something. <laughs> yeah i don't know but uh like i don't know pokemon's a major release and hopefully they can somehow patch it and make it work correctly but uh it's not a good start it's not looking good so far with scarlet and violet which is a shame because i was actually yeah tempted to maybe try this one because it's been a while since i played a pokemon and i used to play this this type of game for hours um, oh I, I mean i even go back and play red and blue on emulators yeah Bro, like, I, I remember I the, the days of, of like, I think I had the the blue one and my buddy had red or vice versa. I can't remember at this point. And like literally driving or having like my mom or whoever drop me off at the house so I can trade with them <laughs> to get a Pokemon trade. Yeah. You, you need like the weird cable adapter connector that goes from Game Boy to Game Boy just so you can trade your Pokemons because it was not available on the other color. It's crazy. I mean, look at at this point we're just giving up our age so true i think we, i feel like we did that a long time ago but it's okay uh, um uh, yeah <laughs> agree <laughs> i mean it's in our description <laughs> facts this is true 
It was the first thing we said to people. We're we're dads and husbands. (laughs) We're a bunch of old fucks that like to do kid stuff. (laughs) They're old. They walked 15 miles of school in the snow. Um, (laughs) It was only three for me. (laughs) That was my grandparents. Yeah, true. Uh, Next up, I don't know if you've seen it, but AEW dropped a trailer for their new game coming out. I have not, but I've heard. Uh, it looks were, uh, pretty interesting. I'm not going to lie. Um, it, it, I didn't know really what to expect, but I know this is being made by the people who used to make uh, like No Mercy and WCW versus NWO and those old school. Oh, like N64 games? Yeah, it's made by that company, THQ, I think. And So it's giving me high hopes for this AEW game because those are fantastic wrestling games. Yeah, I kind of want to give it a shot then. Yeah. Um, so the trailer is pretty awesome. interesting. It, it looked pretty good. Uh, some of the animations were kind of, you know, eh. But um, we'll have to we'll have to see how the full game is when it drops out. But uh, I wonder if they're going to wait to drop it at the same time that WWE drops their game, just to see if there's any competitive. Yeah, shit going on there. Maybe I don't. I, I don't I, think I, it would fare well. I think they would get destroyed if they dropped at the same time as WWE. Yeah. I don't know when the new WWE comes out, but um, it's a good segue into my next point is uh, with wrestling games like WWE 2K23 is on sale for 20 bucks right now. And I kind of wanted to pose this question to you, uh, Chris, uh, John, and Carmine. If we all can pick it up, I got to find out if this is crossplay because if we can do this and have actual wrestling matches against each other and do like some sort of wrestling tournament you know how much fun this could be i'll be a blast for 20 bucks talking oh it's gonna be so good so for 20 bucks i might just pick it up for myself anyway but um i highly recommend uh, you and whoever else in gen to pick it up because it's a it's an awesome sale right now and i feel like the game just came out not too long ago I mean, there's a good possibility that uh, Carmine already has it. Maybe. Uh, I know 20... Was 22 the one that was on Game Pass? That's a possibility, but... um, 23, Uh, I think, came out not too long ago, and it's already only 20 bucks, which is pretty dope. So I might pick that up. So if anyone's out there a wrestling fan, uh, check PlayStation Store, check GameStop, Best Buy... uh, whatever console you're playing on and check it out it's 20 bucks but um are you gonna be uh, i know there's a aew pay-per-view going on right now probably are you gonna check it out i, I feel like i'm probably gonna check it out tomorrow at some point or maybe monday well uh yeah we'll definitely check it out because i'd say once carmine's over with his art overtime we'll do a review on it and whatnot. yeah let me know so when you're more welcome to jump in that yeah, yeah, you're more than welcome to jump in and give us your thoughts and review of it and shit. Yeah, if you guys don't know, um, One Shot and uh, Zuplex do a wrestling show, and it's called the Oversell Podcast. And uh, Zuplex has been hosting it for what you guys are on. You've done two episodes, we've, right? We've done two episodes, and we have a uh, review yet to post for uh, to one post. of the war games matches. Right. Okay. 
Yeah, so um, if you are a wrestling fan and you're listening to this, uh, we have a lot more wrestling content. I just did a reaction to uh, a wrestling top 10 greatest uh, characters breaking character, um, which was a funny video. So if you want to check that out, go do that. But um, we got a ton of wrestling content coming and uh, I may pick up this 2K23 if it's only $20 and this AEW game for me is looking pretty good. The fact that it's made by THQ uh, is really pushing it over the edge for me. As yeah, far that as makes a, it a, a, a real good selling point. Yeah, I agree. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, lately, I've just been so much more into what's happening on both um, on both network or both the companies than I've ever been. Like I like I was following AEW for a little bit and then I kind of fell off as you know people do all the time in wrestling you, you yeah. can jump in and out as you please it always happens um, for me it was like I kind of fall off of wrestling until the Royal Rumble I watch the Royal Rumble and then that kicks off the road to WrestleMania and that's when we get the best storylines that the company has to offer right Agreed, everything yeah. leads to WrestleMania. And uh, and then once WrestleMania hits, you get a you know uh, a couple you a couple Raws and Smackdowns, and then you have that aftermath you know pay per view where they kind of figure everything out, and then for the rest of, of the year they're just kind of like building up to the next Road to WrestleMania basically. Um, but lately, way before the Road to WrestleMania even starts in, in a month or two. Uh, we've been having really good storylines in wrestling, and I've been really enjoying both products recently. With Triple H taking over creative, uh, it, he's done so much justice for it. I like agree. It's, it's impressive because, like I've told Carmine in our, our shows, for the longest time I didn't watch, I would occasionally watch clips and just be like, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. And then that was a once cool he match, took whatever. Over and, yeah, and he took the direction of the bloodline. Like, he gave them some life adding Sami Zayn to that and then yeah it just I'm the bloodline's so my favorite thing it. in wrestling right now it, it, it's and right now Kevin Owens coming back I, I don't know if you saw where Kevin Owens came back and fought Roman Reigns briefly will kick the shit out of him briefly and stunned him I didn't see but that yet he, did that happen in Smackdown you may you may want to join us when we watch the war games because the war games is the bloodline versus uh the brawling broods uh oh, yeah. i think it's sheamus broods mcintyre and kevin owens yeah versus uh, the bloodline so i think it's going to be a phenomenal fucking match yeah so you're more than sure. welcome to jump in on that one too you, you you're gonna watch it live or and react live to it i don't i don't know what the plan is i gotta get with uh carmine and figure out if we're gonna do a live reaction if we can do a live reaction just yeah. what we're gonna do with it figure it out no doubt yeah i'd be interested in that but um yeah so guys if you're listening and you're a fan of wrestling we have tons of wrestling content coming and uh don't don't miss out on that deal for 20 dollars. and uh let me know if you're excited for aw wrestling finally getting a video game and being ran by uh our old school buddies of thq and uh with that being said we're, we're going to pass the mic over to uh, one shot here. Uh, Warzone 2.0 dropped recently. And for me personally, 
I'm having a blast with it. I do have my issues with it for sure, but I'm going to pass the mic to you and I'm going to let you take it. And what do you think of Warzone 2.0 so far? All right. I, I enjoy it. It's fun when you're not lagging. Yeah. Because the, the servers are just absolute trash right now. I don't know if it's because they're having high volumes or what the hell is going on with it, but everybody's lagging console pc they just they can't figure it out it's bad and then Uh, i played for a few hours last night sorry to cut you off i played for a few hours last night bro every match was laggy it wasn't like this two nights ago but for some reason yesterday and i'm assuming today or whatever it's just a lag fest and i don't know what happened yeah it's it's been today because i watched john play earlier and he lagged the entire fucking time See, that's so frustrating they have so much stuff that they need to clean up and it would be a phenomenal game yep. like there's just too many bugs and shit that they got going on that's hindering it from being like a top tier fucking game I mean this is kind of their own fault because they only allowed the I'm going to quote unquote privileged gamers uh, play Warzone 2.0 like they should have rolled this thing out in a beta for all of us and they could have knocked out some of these bugs from the jump you know what i mean and oh, they, yeah, i agree 100 percent on that they they did a closed event where we had to watch other people play it so we didn't get a, a true sense of how the game's gonna play it's only what like 20 of them in a room jumping into a warzone match like we're not you're not one you're not getting the data you think you're getting and two you're not really testing your server limits and it's just they they handicapped themselves before the the thing even launched. they have to stop pandering to content i mean i get why they pandered to content creators right. but they're, when it comes to the your, development your of your free game, marketing team basically yeah but when it comes to the development of your game you need the actual players correct the ones that are going to try to have fun with it right and, Once and your they, game's they established, did that, they did that with uh, to modern warfare they gave us a couple betas and early release gameplay um weekends with uh, the multiplayer they they allowed the players to jump in on that but for some reason with warzone they kept it really close knit close to the chest and to just the, the privileged few that got to play it and I think that's what's contributing to them not realizing the issues before their launch. It's just, it's bad because I was lagging so much yesterday. I must have seen people and it looked like, it must have looked like I was cheating, honestly, because I was seeing people like through buildings almost like you would see some a player would be running through a building and i would see like pixelation where that player would be it was so weird and it would they would running and jumping off of like a roof and and soon as they creased um as soon as they got behind the building the building would pixelate and i'm like all right i guess there's a player over there because the building's glitching out it was just very strange uh, of like what was happening and also the time to kill feels very different than warzone one it's because the they the ttk is fucking outrageous everything kills real quick yeah it's quick and and it's like 
I, I, don't, I don't know the recoil on a lot of these guns are all over the place there's like no stability i i will give them credit though um i don't know if you've really dug deep into the the gunsmith but there's so much you can do with these weapons did oh, you yeah, see i've i've done quite a bit with them i've fucked around and made hip fire builds long range builds damage builds bro there's so much you can it's, do man and that you can take great. it into a firing range and test what you just like concocted in the lab you know what i mean like yeah. it, it, it's awesome it's such a phenomenal concept but they have so many other issues that it's just shattered yeah it's like yeah cool you just made this awesome build but you can't play because it's server shit or it's exactly. struggling to find 150 players on launch weekend, which makes zero sense. Like, come on, dude. dude. We had such a fucking issue with that. We probably spent a half hour trying to get into one match. Yeah, it's it insane. Just in dead lobbies. And then you, then you had to like leave queue. And by the way, can can you stop kicking me to the lobby every time I die in the game? Like, let me just requeue instantly and get right back in it. Why do I have to go back to the shitty UI that you still haven't fixed? It, it like that has to be one of the worst UIs for COD. I don't know what, if you, what was it. I think I was reading that they uh, the UI creator is the same one that created Hulu's UI or something. Oh my god, it's so bad. And, and yeah, Hulu's you know not the greatest streaming service right now anyway. So that makes sense. Um, dude, the UI is just terrible. You send me back like. And it doesn't even just send you to like the battle royal war zone lobby. It sends me to like the beginning where it's like, do you want to do the campaign or do you want to do multiplayer? I'm like, yeah. Well, like, what are you doing, man? Just let me queue up. I'm I'm spectating somebody. Let me just requeue while I'm spectating and launch me into a game when it's available. You know, like. And even even how they had that social bug. Like that was such a pain in the ass. Yeah, you couldn't even join your friends unless you did some weird backdoor invitation through a party chat or something like. <laughs> Which if it, if it if you were on console together like Xbox, it was easy to invite Xbox because you got your friends list. But yeah. I'm on PC, so I'm playing Same. with Xbox players. So it's like, uh, okay, I got to figure this out real quick. Create this yep. channel. Got to invite you. Okay, now you can find me. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I, I need your Activision number. Your Activision ID number and all this stuff. Oh, and finally we're friends, but now I can't see you on the list because the list is broken. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right. This is just super Picture difficult. Shit. Yep. But uh, other than all of that, um, I love the map. By the way, the map to me, it's I love the size of it, and I know it kind of creates slower gameplay, but I I do love the fact that the map is so big but yet gives us so many different elevations and buildings and you know marshlands and water underwater capabilities is just so many different things you can do with this map um i i think they really knocked this one out of the park my only I, complaint, I agree with my only complaint and i'll let you continue is it's sandy again like we're back in verdansk where everything is just yellow sand looking color all the buildings are sand colored everything is just sand like there's no color to the map you know what i mean that's my biggest yeah. complaint to it i agree with it and I, I really like the fact that they incorporated old modern warfare 2 maps oh yeah for like, sure you've got the dome you've got terminal you've got all that that that's awesome i like that they incorporated underwater shit in this yep. game 
the the one thing that's always never made sense to me is the fact that you're this badass soldier, but you can't swim. Mm-hmm. I, so. I I I do notice, and it's still a problem, but I do notice that we can somewhat climb rocks now. It's not great. It's <laughs> In Warzone One, forget it. You couldn't get up any rock. Possible? It's not possible. If the the if the storm is closing in on you and you have to get up a cliff, forget it. You're dead. <laughs> like oh, you're, I, don't, I, I broke a controller from button mashing trying to get up a fucking hill. Yeah, it, it's impossible. And, and it looks like the smoothest thing that you can just walk over, but yet the game won't let you. Um, it, so well, Warzone 2.0, it's not perfect. It's still bad, but it's i was able to climb a lot easily a lot more easily than i was in warzone one so that's a plus i guess yeah i agree all in all i would give it as it sets right now probably a 7.8 to an 8.0 yeah if i were to arrange on a scale because it's just because of all the the bugs and shit yeah and for for pc players especially because it was giving me fps i was for dropping frames like a motherfucker mm-hmm. i would have 180 frames one second then drop all the way down to 20 yeah and it was always when i was trying to shoot somebody so then yeah. i gotta go into my settings and figure out how to fucking change that what am i gonna change here so i can try to get my frames <laughs> back yeah it's been a, it's been a nightmare. nightmare so once it once they smooth all this out it'd be a definite solid game i still mm-hmm. like verdansk better do you? I love Verdansk. Yeah, I I absolutely love that game. I don't know if it's because we had a lot of gaming memories yeah. involved with that. Like time will tell. Maybe you know we'll create a lot more gaming than this. I hope but so. That was... And I, I hope they don't take as long to um, replace maps. We were on my, my biggest thing with Verdansk is I got so bored of it I didn't want to play it anymore. Like I was tired of diving into the same map over and over again. Um, I was the same way, and then they released the fucking new map, and I was like, you know what? And you're like, give me Verdansk back. Yeah, can yeah, can we get Verdansk back? I agree with that. That's um, where they can take a note from like PUBG and uh, Apex. More so PUBG, like, give me your map rotation. I agree. I mean, they're I already trying to be PUBG and Apex Legends. Might as well fucking take their map cycling, also. Yeah, and they're also trying to be. Uh, uh, escape from Tarkov, like giving us weird supplies. Like that, you you go into the DMZ and you're like, um, I don't know if you've done the DMZ yet, but you, you, you have, have you get like car batteries and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> like, there, which I so still don't have no fucking idea what I'm using them for. Yeah, I, I don't know what I'm doing in the DMZ. Weird. The only thing I did in the DMZ was get my M13, which I'm super excited about, and now I have to uh, level up on the multiplayer side. But, um, I'm going to need you to drop M- in the DMZ with me yeah, and drop M- me that. The M13 apparently shreds, and I'm excited to get into that. But I just need the time to go into multiplayer and actually do it because trying to do it in Warzone will take forever. Yeah. It'll just take yeah. forever. Um, and but yeah, and right now, they, they dropped uh, Hardcore, so your matches can go quicker and you can level your shit up quicker. Oh. They called it, like, it's called Tier 1. It's not hardcore anymore. It's tier one. Oh, really? Yeah, they changed the name of it, but it's it's hardcore. Okay. Yeah, no, hardcore. That, that's the way to do it then, for sure. Um. All right. Dope. That was Warzone 2.0. I agree with that 8.0, uh, 7.8 type of score. 
uh, once they fix, fix the bugs and really tune the game the way it should be, now that we're technically beta testing it for them, um, this game should be pretty awesome. Down yeah, the tune line. the game like we can tune the guns. Correct. Correct. Absolutely. Uh, next up, we have God of War. And I'm just going to give you my quick thoughts. I was hoping Chris would be around for this one because he's played it as well. But um, that's okay. I know you don't have uh, PlayStation, so you haven't played God of War yet. But this game has been phenomenal so far. And Warzone's kind of derailing my story <laughs> with God of War. Because when, when a new multiplayer game comes out, I, I just drop everything. It doesn't matter what story I'm playing, no matter how in love with the story I'm doing, you know, I'm playing. I, I have to go to multiplayer, you know. That's just how, I, how I'm wired and how, I, how I've been. But... God of War, just from the jump, when you have to fight Thor, that was one of the most badass fight fighting uh, scenes, uh, gameplay-wise, cinematic-wise. It was just a, a crazy-ass fight. The dialogue was fantastic. Um, so many people are happy with the way they made Thor look. Dude, it, yeah, it's like, it's fat Thor, but not Lebowski Thor, you know what I mean? It, it's just... Yeah. The, the like they say it's the most accurate version Thor. of yeah. Thor that you can get. Yeah, and Odin was, was, such, was a scrawny little guy. <laughs> it's kind of funny to see like the two of them together. But, uh, dude, this Thor... And, and if you're a fan of Sons of Anarchy and you don't know, uh, Ryan Hurst, the, the guy who voiced uh, Opie. Opie? Yeah. I, he's Opie's Thor, bro. He's Thor. And, dude, it's, the dialogue is so good, man. The, the voice is on point. And there, there's a part in this game where, like, uh, Thor kills you, right? Spoiler, if you haven't played God of War yet. Sorry. Uh, Thor kills you, and you think you're dead because you get, like, you almost like a game over screen. Like, it's like, oh, God, all right, you're going to reload my checkpoint or whatever. And all of a sudden, you hear uh, Ryan Hurst's voice. You know, he goes, you're not dying on me, boy. I'm not done with you yet. And he takes... Uh, he takes the hammer to your chest and zaps you with lightning and like he did in Tony Stark in Endgame. Zaps you with lightning, you come back to life and your fight begins again. And it's like it's one of the most badass video game scenes I've seen in a long time. It was incredible. It's fucking dude. awesome. Yeah, it was nuts, man. So the, the game so far for me has been like I, I can't even find a complaint with it other than maybe when you're dodging enemies. Um sometimes even when you're dodging they still hit you which is aggravating to me They'll, like uh, i'm fighting a monster that's whipping its tail and i'll dodge in a direction that the tail shouldn't be hitting me but somehow the tail extends so far out it still hits me <laughs> i'm like come on that's, and, and these are the type of games like a, where a like fucked up hitbox yeah exactly and these are the type of games where like if you get hit two three times you might as well just restart the fight you know it's you're it's over so it, it, in that aspect it's been a little frustrating but um overall this game is in the nines close to a 10 as can be as far as quality i 100 because i played i got a psp back in the day just solely to play god of war yeah it, and like those games even back then were fucking amazing phenomenal yeah so i can only imagine how much and those they've... were those were the 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 spartan god of war days and now we're in the norse mythology god of war 
where you're fighting Thor and Odin and all this shit. It's just like just two different types of God of War. The company that creates it, Santa Monica, um, Corey Barlog, it's just uh, he's a genius with storytelling. He just makes great games. And this this one is no different. It's knocking it out of the park right now. And and this is going to segue into my next uh, topic, which is the Game Awards. Um, I know you didn't really agree with the list that was shown uh, on a lot of it, but uh, pull it up here. I'm just going to yes, do a couple, a couple of of the big, the big um, nominations here, and we'll start with. Uh, Does it give you okay game of the year? go best action okay best action game so far we have bayonetta 3 call of duty modern warfare 2 neon white which i don't know what that is to be honest uh we have sifu which i heard was good and we have ninja turtles shredders uh revenge i don't disagree with this list of nominations i mean sure neon white could be whatever but i I haven't played it so i can't really speak on it do do you have a problem um with uh, the action games no, but I can tell you Modern Warfare is going to take it. I would I would agree. The only game that I think would combat it is possibly Bayonetta 3. And my bias is in uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I would love for them to win because for me personally, the fact that they were able to bring back a video game from the 80s and 90s with that same art style no different than it was back in the day and create a game that was just as good back then as it is now it was just it was a masterpiece in my opinion i, I can agree with that but i mean the likeliness that that's going to happen is in my opinion yeah very I, I dude call of duty modern warfare 2 is one of the best cods i've played in, in a long time um as far as like not 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 speaking about warzone just War, modern Their campaign warfare is fucking phenomenal. That campaign blew me away, dude. And I'm so glad you actually played it because I know a lot of people skip the campaign and they go straight to multiplayer. If, I, I do campaign first and then multiplayer. That's what I normally time. do because I know once I touch multiplayer, I will never see campaign again. So I need to get through camp the campaign first. And uh, if you skip the campaign and you're listening, go back and play because this is one of the best yes. campaigns that they've ever come out with. And spoiler alert, you don't have to relive the trauma of Ghost dying because he doesn't die. Facts. Dude, the the, the type of missions you do, what you're being you're stealth in the bushes with ghillie suits, you're you're underwater, you're you're swimming around boats and docks and stealth killing enemies. Like the, the type Sneaking of missions you're in are just bonkers. The sniping you gotta do, the you that can mission throw t- what? The mission alone, which is the one where you're soap trying to get to Ghost after, bro, you're grade. crafting items to Dude, survive. You're crafting the dialogue alone, the fact that they have Ghost telling you dad jokes, yeah, while you're in this fucking serious situation, yeah, it was so phenomenal. It was so good. The, so the good. campaign alone, I would give a nine point nine to a ten. Yeah, it was one of the best if not the best cod campaign i've ever played and the only problem the only way it's not a 10 for me is because it was too short cod i mean i agree yeah it was too short the cod campaigns short. are notoriously short because they focus on multiplayer and they're focusing on warzone and all this stuff 
Meanwhile, the majority of their budget goes to, to the short campaign because they put so much into it as far as actors oh, yeah. and dialogue and everything that's involved. This campaign but, gets me excited for when they do Modern Warfare 3. Modern Warfare 3 was my favorite campaign. Was it? Favorite Modern Warfare out of the whole series. See, but like, do you want them to remake it or do you want them to do like what they're doing here and just reinventing it? At this point, I'd be all right with them reinventing it. Yeah. I was really iffy on it until I played the campaign. And then I was yeah. like, oh, fuck. Yeah, it's okay. So I agree with it. Like they, they did some homages in there, like all gillied up. It and, gave you all the characters that you would that yeah. you're, you've grown to love in the Call of Duty franchise. Like every character is almost in this game, outside of the ones like, from like the '80s that they did in like Cold War and whatever. But like it, it's definitely not. But uh, yeah, so I, I agree. I think they're probably going to win Best Action Game. Um, I would love for Ninja Turtles to steal it because I feel like Call of Duty could win Best Multiplayer, and that's kind of where I'll go next. Uh, where's best multiplayer at? I lost it. I had it here and I lost it. Best multiplayer. Yeah, so Call of Duty is up for best multiplayer. Then we have multiverses. I don't know if you played that. I think uh, Carmine has. Then we have Overwatch 2, Splatoon 3, and then we have Ninja Turtles again. So we got COD and Ninja Turtles kind of going head to head in another category. Um, I think for best multiplayer, it's got to be Call of Duty, though, at this point. It'll, I, I agree. I think if anybody comes kind of close, it's going to be Overwatch 2. See, I would, I would normally think Overwatch 2, but I've been hearing that so many people hate the new Overwatch compared to the first Overwatch that uh, it's just basically a reskin. And it's not like a good reskin, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like they—it's not like a new game. It's, I guess is what I'm hearing, and that seems pretty disappointing. So I don't know if they're gonna get the votes. So I think it's gonna come down to, to COD again, but you never know. Overwatch has a crazy fan base with those games as well. Uh, next up, we'll take a look at uh, best performance where is that best performance yeah best performance see I, all right so i like this category because uh not only does it recognize you know the game but also recognize the voice behind the game and it's agreed it, back in the day they wouldn't get no love like you would have all these people doing video game voices and nobody would really give a shit it was just you know another dialogue yeah. where the gameplay took over you know what i mean like that everyone cared about gameplay nobody really cared about the dialogue but um lately like the production with these campaigns like god of war even the, like the new call of duty and uh horizon and all these other games that have been coming out they're like movie quality scripts that these characters or actors are reading from it's it's crazy the the production that goes into these campaigns they need they need to release more of like the behind the scenes of them doing it because they're acting while they're doing it like they're doing the, the body motions they're doing yeah. they're full on into it it's very fucking impressive bro i watched i watched they did a little behind the scenes of uh the last of us 2 i think it was and you saw 
Ashley Johnson with the mocap suit on, you know, with all the little motion balls and everything. And you just see them acting out scenes with Joel and, and uh, zombies and like chain and like they're in this room that has literally nothing in it. It's like white walls everywhere. It's like they're in an insane asylum, but they're doing like mocap, you know, scenes for the video game. And it's just nuts, like how they can they put have their one. mind into that character, despite not being on like a, a set where you're kind of feeling like you're there. You know what I mean? Yeah, remind me to try to link uh, a behind the scenes mocap performance of Captain Price mm. in the new Modern Warfare because it that, I didn't that see shit's that. fucking great. It's, it's phenomenal. I gotta see that. I didn't see that. Um, so yeah, on this one, we have Ashley Birch, who I don't know if anybody watches uh, Mythic Quest. It's an Apple TV show, so it's kind of hard to watch because I feel like not a lot of people have Apple TV. But, I have um, it. I just don't watch it. Yeah. So Mythic Quest, if you don't know, is from the creators of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. So if you watch that show, um, Mac is a game director or a game creative, right? And he basically runs this development company that's building like a WoW style uh, video game. And it's just all about humor and the ins and outs of kind of like what the the game developing company goes through to create these games and like kind of the stresses behind it. But they do it in like an always sunny type of fashion where it's just funny and weird and goofy. You know what I mean? But uh, so my point is this person, Ashley, who voices uh, Aloy in Horizon for Forbidden West, um, she's in that show and she's a great actor and the fact that she's you know doing Aloy who's a major character she she deserves to be nominated I'll say that much I don't think she's yeah. gonna win because the person who I think's gonna win is Christopher Judge. Christopher Judge bro he he's he's unbelievable man him as Kratos he has the voice he has the acting chops he kills is- he kills the dialogue every time and like he can just say no just saying like no you know like it, but no the way he's, the way he says it you're like oh shit he's pissed you know <laughs> like, like you can just dad's feel in it. the house shit. yep, yep. It, it, he's so good and then we have uh sunny nominated as well as loki but i, I don't think judge loses this one man he, he just knocks kratos out of the park <clears throat> uh so what was a category that really got under your skin i'll say it. i'll ask it that way was it game of the year it's not it's not so much a specific category it's the fact that it's like the same fucking games yeah like the the people that they let pick this just pick the same games like uh right now game of the year is a plague tale requiem elden ring god of war horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Yep. I've seen those games in half the fucking categories. Yeah. Well, and here's but, my my pushback to that. Uh, and, and I'm not disagreeing with you. Uh, it would be nice to get a more ver- more variety of games uh, represented in you know the the various categories that are here. But then it's like you watch uh, 
the Oscars and it's like the same freaking movies nominated over and over and over. And then it's like, well, you know, uh, this movie won seven awards at the Oscars. And they just killed it on every freaking category. And it's like, well, that's because you had them in every category. <laughs> yeah. So I, they, I feel they should they should branch out a little bit. Yeah, like throw an so, indie game in there. Yeah, there's some indie games that are fucking phenomenal. Like I agree. I and, Mortuary and Assistant, which was an like, indie game, and that was great. Yeah, and they get their own category. Like they'll get like best indie game rather than you know best game uh, of the year. They'll they'll get their yeah, own I, best game of the indies. You know what I mean? I'll give you one that drove me fucking crazy. All right, content creator of the year. Oh, Carl Jacobs I, is in content creator of the year. <laughs> And that pisses me off. Hold on, hold on. Let me get so there. So fucking much. Let me get there. Content creator of the year. <clears throat> Carl Jacobs got it. Yeah, Ludwig. Like, how how is he in there? And how is Mr. Beast not in this category? I don't know how they select the the the, the streamers or the content creators in this category because like what's what's the metric involved that that or or the data that they're getting that's saying these are or the five that we need to have, I have no clue because carl jacobs shouldn't be in there he's just a, a sidekick to mr beast yeah like i've seen I, him do some uh gaming here and there but i don't know how he got content creator of the year nominee ludwig I, I can see ludwig does do some great content he does he he branches out to everybody uh, Nebellion, he would probably. Be I my don't know pick how he got win, there, but everyone else, uh, I'm not. I'm not sure. I've I've uh, seen and, and heard of Cutie uh, Cinderella recently, but not not for like a whole year. I don't know. She shouldn't be in that category, honestly. If Ludwig doesn't win this category, there's something fucking wrong. <laughs> I agree. I, I think Ludwig should win out of these five, but it, they, there's so many content creators out there nowadays that uh it's crazy that like what like i said like what are they using to get the these five picked out of everyone like what are they seeing i don't know yeah uh, i mean add a category for small streamers too like yeah you can do that some, too some small streamers some love like fifty thousand and below subscribers yep upcoming streamer of the year some shit like that yeah New, new yeah it's, it's no different than like a new artist coming on the scene in hip-hop or something and you get they winning yeah. like a new artist uh, of the year like it's like a, a player getting rookie of the year you know it's, it's no different um i agree so yeah i agree with that but uh all right so we have we did best performance we're gonna go best uh narrative best narrative so this is gonna be a category this is one of my favorite categories because it it tells you uh what story was voted as the favorite of the year? Um, God of War is going to win it. it. For me, I I would think God of War wins. Um, I was a big fan, and I didn't finish Horizon Forbidden West yet. I was a fan of Horizon, but I can't say because I didn't finish it how it ends. I don't know. Um, a lot of people loved Elden Ring, and I feel like Elden Ring, if God of War didn't come out this year... I feel like Elden Ring would have probably clean swept a lot of these categories, but uh, it may have. I agree, but I mean, it, it had a short lifespan. It did. It had a very short lifespan, and um, Horizon Forbidden West would have gave uh, uh, Elden Ring a run for its money, in my opinion. But the fact that God of War came out 
so close to the game awards it's fresh in everyone's mind it's a, a basically a 10 out of 10 video game that i can't see this one losing for one the campaign yeah. that i've seen so far has been fantastic and uh i can't see it losing game of the year like it, i just think god of war is just gonna clean house on this this uh, year's game do award. you think there's a, a better way to make the game awards more fair i don't know like, is it fair that like what data are they going out? off of that makes them choose these games that's what i want to know it's the same with the like is it fair or... that a game out a month before the game awards and boom it's in every fucking category while wow, there's been games out since january yeah that are great games. like that's, I, I get that but like, then but then okay so then is it fair that let's say you let's say you kick god of war out right it's saying it's too close we can't have you there right then next year in game awards 2023 you have a 2022 video game winning uh, game of the year (laughs) you know what i mean it's kind of i don't know but but with them running it so close to the end of the year i'd be okay with that it gives gives it more time for people to to play it get it for the holidays taste of that game yeah i get it i see your point right out the gate like everybody's so excited because it's got a war game when it could yeah. be absolutely fucking trash, but you got somebody who absolutely loved the game and they're one of the people picking the categories. Mm-hmm. That's why it, it's crazy because I, I know game studios don't really care about game of the year. Um, I mean, they, I mean, I'm sure they care that they win it or they have a nomination to win it, but it's not why they're making the game. And for me, it's like, uh, like for example, I thought Horizon the first Horizon Zero Dawn should have won Game of the Year, in my opinion, right? But yeah. what won Game of the Year was Zelda, and Zelda clean house on a lot of categories. And I feel like Zelda has, and then like the Nintendo fan base, there's such a, it's almost like, um, it's like hog, hog army they're very they're very protective of their brand and um you know they're all they're 100 go all hands uh on all things tom right and it, i feel like nintendo zelda fans are the same way like if something in zelda drops it, it doesn't matter how good it is or what it is they're just gonna, vote they're gonna for back it, it. I, right. I agree with that yeah and which which i think is an unfair advantage it's an unfair advantage and and horizon zero dawn which is basically if you think about it i don't know if you've seen gameplay of it it's basically what zelda would look like if it was on the ps5 or xbox and it was on a switch that's what zelda should look like right you have somebody with a bow and arrow killing machines just like you did in breath of the wild it was basically a zelda game that looked in playstation 4 and uh i guess pc at some point graphics right and it got beat out by zelda which is a good game but it's not the best zelda game in my opinion the best zelda game was ocarina of time on n64 and i I, i've argued people with this uh some people will disagree and say it was breath of the wild but i just feel like you're saying that because that's the most recent and you you forget how well that old game was. you know what i mean and, yeah i agree uh, with that. i agree with that statement that yeah that's very very true and, i think and that's it, 
they got the unfair like you had this brand new game that was phenomenal get derailed by a fan base i was just like oh it's zelda i'm voting yeah it's because of a name like they have mm-hmm. they have that name just like god of war even though god of war is a phenomenal game now they, they have the complete ass no, and nope. still come in because it's got that god of war tag they have the back like now. oh shit it's a god of war game yeah we got to pick that yep when there could be a game in the same category that just blows it out of the water but it's nice. not as popular because it's a newer style game correct yeah and it's a shame so i, I really don't know how you can come up with your nominations but um what are you gonna do man and it, you see it happen in the oscars it happens in every award and artists and games and movies get snubbed all the time in random categories so it's it's just one of those things that you just can't fight i guess just kind of have to like deal with but i there's definitely indie games out there that i've never even heard of and played that are probably better than a lot of these nominations that are not getting the time of day for the eyes to see what it is you know what i mean so i agree according to according to google uh I, I typed in how did they pick game award nominees this is each voting outlet completes a confidential unranked ballot based on the collective and diverse opinion of its entire editorial staff listing out its top five choices in each category mm. so it's it's basically picked by, by people that run the game awards right <laughs> it's their own people and their own opinions yeah. so it's not it's, like a, it's a majority a completely biased yeah uh standpoint on it yeah it, nobody cares what the general public cares it's just what we care in-house and we're gonna make yeah it i guess I, I guess it's what they care and also what they think we would care about you know what i mean well, well if, you can't if they them, don't, I mean, if they don't put sh- God of War in the game in the game of the year category, are people going to watch the show? You know, I, that's probably also part of the thinking that they're doing. But I mean, ultimately, you can't hate them because it's their fucking show. Facts. And I, I will say, it's one of my favorite. It's definitely my favorite award show because watching the Oscars and Grammys and all that stuff is a bore fest. Uh, you can't even watch MTV awards without getting hit with like 9,000 political ads. <laughs> like, it's uh, just yeah, like, I, don't, I don't even watch them. Yeah, it, it, they're, you can't even watch an award show, but the game awards I get hyped for, man. I, I love it. And speaking of that, the game awards is dropping. Uh, it's going live December 8th. I'm doing my best, uh, which I think I should be able to do it, but I will be live on the channel watching and reacting to uh, the game awards. So if you and everyone, anyone else in GGen and listeners and viewers and who, wherever you're hearing us from, if you want to join the conversation live, I will be watching the Game Awards on our YouTube. And what Twitch. time is it? What time is it happening? I think it starts at seven. Let me see. Here. Uh, PM or AM? Uh, a PM. December eighth okay, at seven thirty PM. Yeah, I should be able to jump in. I'm, I work that day, but I only work until 6 unless some major cool. stuff happens. Yeah. yeah, so we'll definitely be on the channel. We'll be watching and reacting. They always drop new trailers. They give us some cool new stuff to look at while they nominate all, all you know, and give awards out to people and games. 
it's a good time I, I always enjoy it but uh sometimes you're like all right well that game shouldn't have won but you can see where the fan base really pulled that one through on just voting alone you know <laughs> yeah just like uh but what are you gonna do um and that's gonna lead us into uh december and our game releases for december so let me pull that up real quick yeah i have no clue what's releasing in december yeah so um i know this is your first mvp but every every episode that's at the end of the month we go over what's coming out the following month and uh for just for everybody listening um next since next month is december uh we're not just gonna do what's coming out in january we're gonna do like a general what's what's to come in 2023 as a whole and kind of run down what um what our most anticipated games are for 2023 so that'll that'll happen in mvp i believe episode 19 we're on 17 now so we've got 18 and then 19 so look for that but for this one since we're at the end of november and we won't have another mvp until december uh we're gonna look ahead and right off the bat we have a banger um we talked about we didn't actually talk about the callisto protocol um did you see the trailer that i posted for callisto no i haven't i haven't got you. have you ever played dead space uh briefly very briefly okay well the creators of dead space who's actually remaking dead space one for uh xbox and playstation and i think pc um they have a new game coming out called callisto protocol and it's basically like dead space it's looks like it's out outer space dark corridors he's locked up in jail he has you know gadgets attached to him and all kinds of weird stuff He's fighting infection monsters, and <laughs> it's basically Dead Space. It looks very gory. It looks Just rebranded. Yeah, it looks very gory. It looks very uh, on brand to what Dead Space was. And to be honest, I absolutely Dead Space to me was one of my favorite games um, back in the day. It was very well made. So uh, I, I'm gonna definitely check out Callisto Protocol because uh, the from what I know, Dead Space being and what Callisto could be if it's built like Dead Space, this game has a lot of potential to kick ass. And the fact that it's so gory, like you're not just, you know, shooting down monsters. You're you're dismembering limbs and like you're taking shit apart. Like it's it's gory, man. It looks awesome. I mean, that does sound pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, for sure um you're you're chopping the zombie's head off your leg off everything like it's just nuts man the things you can do from what i've seen in the trailers so i'm definitely looking forward to callisto and this is dropping december 2nd right off the bat um so that that's a heavy hitter for the month of december for sure and december closes our uh, december is an interesting month because it's right before christmas so we we tend to get a couple a couple big games but it's also the end of the big gaming season so it's not the biggest games like our biggest game releases are september to november right and then december will have like a couple things and then uh, for the rest of the month it's kind of just like everybody's getting their christmas gift of what's come out from september to then you know what i mean yeah so um it, it's it's rare to get a really big heavy hitter in december I feel like, and right off the bat, December 2nd, we have 
the Callisto protocol, which is uh, coming to all platforms except for the Switch, because the Switch can't handle anything, even Pokemon. Um, it's getting Need for Speed Unbound, which is December 2nd, which I don't know if you've seen the trailer for Need for Speed Unbound. I, I haven't played a Need for Speed game in a long time, and the art style they they chose to use in this one was, looks awesome. Um, it's I, very, I like, love the old Need for Speed games. Yeah, bro. Need for Speed Underground was one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, yeah, and the soundtrack bro. was awesome. Dude, the soundtrack was amazing. Like, I remember taking my uh memory card out of my playstation bringing it to a friend's house and plugging it into his playstation so we can drag race our custom cars that we built right like it, it, the game was just nuts um so need for speed unbound i feel like it has a, a kind of underground kind of feeling i don't know if they're going to be doing drag races i really hope they do um but the art style is uh like almost cartoony and graffiti like is very cool you should check out that trailer if you get a chance uh that drops also that december 2nd um and then we have marvel's midnight suns which they've been pushing in our faces for months now if not they've years pouring it down our throat dude everywhere you look there's been marvel midnight sun thing which tends when when you have somebody trying this hard that means they know the game is not going to do well. <laughs> and they're just hoping somebody is is buying it. And, and the fact right, that it has yeah. a Marvel tag to it, that they're going to buy it. I can't handle turn-based games anymore. That's such old gaming technology, in my opinion. Like the old school Final Fantasy games where it's like, you, you know, sword attack. And then I you have to never, wait for never the- get into them you wait for the three or four other characters on your team to attack and then it's your turn again and you're like okay sword attack <laughs> it's like yeah I uh, never never was able to get into that shit yeah it, i can't and, and apparently this is that's it's marvel's midnight suns is a, is a turn-based style game with playing cards Great. involved I, I don't know bro with playing it's, cards involved yeah it's like card based like yeah uh, it's like i don't know magic the gathering type of thing where it's like you you have a card that drains like the magic of someone else's card or some shit and that's kind of how what i guess what marvel midnight sun is gonna be it's like you take turns battling but your character like iron man you could do a a blaster attack for 10 points or some shit i I don't know it's gonna be some weird ass sounds I'm exhausted trying to explain it to you. Like, I'm just. (laughs) Yeah, I feel bad for you. (laughs) I I don't even want to, like, I'm just not. Like, they, and they come out with these cool ass trailers, these cool ass cinematics. It's like, yeah, you get to be Daredevil and Spider Man and Wolverine and it's Midnight Suns and it's all this cool shit. And it's like, all right, now wait your turn and do a blaster attack for five points. (laughs) (laughs) No, thank you. No, thank you. I'm just going to sit here all day waiting. Yeah, I'm good. That. that also comes out December 2nd, though, by the way. Um, we got Swordship dropping December 5th, which is on all platforms. We have uh, Impaler on PC only for December 6th. And uh, if you don't know, I just kind of run through the list of what's coming out and the dates. And then if you want to jump in on something you heard about or you're excited about or a funny name or whatever, just let me know. All right. I'm looking at your list and I. Yeah. 
we've about everything I know about. Yeah, agreed. Um, so we have Knights of Honor two uh, coming to PC December sixth. We have Kinseed on PC only December sixth. Uh, Cuckoo's Lost Pets on PC, PS4, and Switch. Um, it's interesting to come out on PC and not be Xbox. You don't see that often. Um, yeah. uh, Togs, I guess you would pronounce that as uh, PC. P, uh, that's all platforms. So yeah, December 7th. You have Zombie Cure Lag or Cure Lab. Sorry. Uh, that's a Steam early access game on PC for December 7th. Uh, see, that one actually said Steam, so that would make sense why it wouldn't be on Xbox. Um, the Rumblefish 2, all platforms December 8th. Chained Echoes, all platforms December 8th. Uh, Dragon Quest Treasures is a Switch game coming December 9th. Wavetail, all platforms on December 12th. High on Life, uh, it's a PC and Xbox only game. That is December 13th, so look for that on Game Pass. Infinite Guitars. That sounds kind of fun. Infinite Guitars. I wonder what that's about. I don't know. I'm I need hoping... a new Guitar Hero game. That's what I need. Me too. That's what that reminded me I of. I would love a new Guitar Hero game. I would absolutely love that. Uh, that's coming to PC, Xbox, and Switch uh, December 13th. Uh, Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion. Uh, all platforms, it looks like, coming December 13th. Formula Retro Racing World Tour. I'm assuming uh, old school Formula Racing, which is all platforms uh, except for PC, December 14th. And we have The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt Complete Edition Next Gen Upgrade. So this is uh, the rich, uh, The Witcher remade for the PS5, the Series X, and PC. That's coming December 14th. We have Blacktail coming December 15th. On PC, PS5, and Xbox, we have AKA PC and Switch, December 15th, and Sky, Children of Light. Uh, that looks like a PS5 4 exclusive. That is coming, I think, the date's cut off, December 15th or 16th, possibly. Um, that kind of ends, I guess, the list of what's to come for December, because then we kind of hit like a, a Christmas break after that. And ever, nobody really releases anything during Christmas break because all the presents have already been paid for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but just to kind of give you a brief, uh, we still have The Last of Us Part 1 coming at some point in 2022, which we don't have enough much time left. So when is that dropping? That could be at any point in December, I guess. Uh, we have Cobra Kai 2, Dojo's Rising, which I don't even know they had Cobra Kai video games at this point, and none alone a sequel coming out. Uh, I've never heard of that. Yeah, dude, I don't even know what to say about it. Um, I love the show. It's one of my favorite shows on TV right now, and I had zero knowledge (laughs) of Cobra Kai coming out of a video game. Maybe maybe Chris will know about it. I think he has uh, mentioned it, um, but I, I don't know. Uh, that comes. That's supposed to come out at some point, in 2022. But uh, a lot of a lot of games got pushed back to 2023. And um, let me see here. Just to kind of give you, uh, you they go. pushed back Dead Island 2, which pissed me off. 
yes yeah, so you, you want to speak on that um i'm assuming you were a huge fan of dead island one i lo- loved the first one i thought it was a phenomenal fucking game especially for its time yeah great game did you play it i didn't so i don't really know much about it it I'm, I'm not big into like zombie games or anything like that like i don't play call of duty zombies yeah was never my thing this game it was a good story graphics were great you created your own weapons like it was a phenomenal story and we've waited eight nine years for a sequel to this game and then they're gonna push it back again that's crazy like it's been so long that i forgot that they were making a sequel (laughs) to it yeah wow i that sucks man i it's so disappointing but at the same time it's like i hope i hope it means that they're gonna correct all the issues and you could just have a flawless release or as close to a flawless release but it, it, it is frustrating but um just a quick peek of what's coming in 2023 obviously we have the big one for for all of us that are comic fans and uh sadly not for for the xbox homies but um the playstation exclusive spider-man 2 is dropping and and eventually it will be on pc and then you can uh, everybody can kind of pick it up but um this is my by far one of my most anticipated games of the year and we'll kind of get into this more next month but uh spider-man 2 i cannot wait i don't i have you played the the spider-man game yet uh, on pc i haven't haven't got a chance to i highly recommend it man and now that you have the chance to play it 100 and i think uh miles morales just came out also maybe like a day or two ago so you have both games now on pc i highly recommend you hop on them which nvidia actually uh made me update my drivers and it's promoting the next spider-man game yeah yeah i think it just came out so you definitely have to play the spider-man peter parker one first because that leads into miles morales if you're planning on playing both so i would do it in that order for sure um if but you yes, never get away from multiplayer games i will that's the problem like i want to jump back on god of war but in my mind i'm like damn i need to drop in uh need to drop in the war zones <laughs> like that's all i want to do right now i gotta do that i'm fucking addicted to it yeah it's just this is what multiplayer does man you squat up with the homies and dive in uh, but yeah, so I, you could see like you got a new Kirby, you got the, possibly the Wolverine game, at least getting a, a, a picture or a trailer of what it's going to be. Um, the new Spider-Man, you have Dead Island 2 or Spoken. They're like, there's so much coming out in 2023 that it, we got some bangers ahead of us to look forward to. So I can't wait, but that's going to do it for episode 17. Uh, I want to thank Spartacris for joining me. I know he dipped out on us early, but thank you, Spartacris. And one shot, I appreciate you uh, rocking with me for the whole episode. Thank you. Hey, and thanks uh, for having me. How did you How did you enjoy your MVP experience? <laughs> hey, I enjoy it. I get time to just sit there and bullshit. I mean, I did have some technical fucking difficulties. Yeah, uh, but join the club, man. Thank God I have two internet sources now. Nice. One's really shitty and one's really good. And the one that was really good stopped working. So I just went to my backup. There you go. Well, at least you had a backup. That's a plus. And the backup's only $10 a month. So oh, that's <laughs> a win. Bad. That's a win. 
that, that that's you dropping Hulu because who the hell cares? <laughs> be getting better, right? Getting different internet. Um. So yeah, that that's episode uh, seventeen, and I appreciate everybody listening on the podcast. If you're listening on YouTube or listening on a Podbean, we appreciate it. Um. Again, thank you very very much for one thousand subscribers on YouTube. Uh, this isn't the end. It's only the beginning. We're just going to keep grinding and pushing out content to you. So strap in and enjoy the ride because uh, the more that we pump out, the better it's going to get. And uh, yeah. if you could t- like if you go back to our channel, honestly, and look, our beginning videos compared to what we're producing right now is night and day as far as quality and comfortability. And <laughs> it's just, I, I've gone through like seven different setups to get to where I'm at now. Yeah. It's, it, it's wild. The ride we've been on for this past year, year and a half it has been nuts. Um, but uh, again, thank you for 1,000 subscribers. Uh, thank you, One Shot, for joining me. Thank you, Sparta Chris, uh, for joining us for a brief, uh, for half the show, I think it was. And uh, thanks, everyone, for listening and supporting us for our, all this time and jumping in in the conversation, whether it's in the comments or live or wherever it may be. Um, so thank you. And that is going to do it. The next episode of MVP will be probably, let me pull out the calendar not next weekend next weekend is thanksgiving so i hope everyone has a happy thanksgiving one shot hope you and the fam have a happy thanksgiving and uh the next episode you'll hear from me on mvp will probably the weekend of the third be december 3rd and we'll kind of go over what's 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 been happening in gaming and entertainment news since uh from now till then and um what we thought of the the guardians of the galaxy um special and as always we'll break down all all the specials and entertainment news on the theater rooms every tuesday at 8 30 where you'll have all of us some of us uh, only chris some days <laughs> uh there's always a mixture uh, of uh the g-gen crew for thursday uh, for tuesday but um the show must go on so it'll be there no matter what happens so join us every 8 30 on tuesday And uh, yeah, that'll do it. Appreciate you all. See you next time.